your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That would be much much appreciated and make Locked On Lease part of your daily listening routine. Download it wherever you get your podcast and make it your first listen of the day. All right, uh, today will be a pretty quick episode. Just a couple of updates here because, uh, well, there's some updates to tell you about what's going on with the Maple Leafs uh, with the COVID shutdown and uh, and just the NHL shutting down, basically, um, as well. So uh, we'll, we'll get right into it here. Um, so a statement was put out today by the NHL, and I'm going to pull up the statement now, and I'm just going to read it uh, read it out to you guys, kind of word for word, um, exactly what was uh, what was sent out to to the media and sent out to all the insiders and whatnot. But uh, the NHL sends out a memo that says as follows. Um, With no games currently scheduled for Wednesday, December 22nd because of COVID-related postponements, the National Hockey League and the National Hockey League Players Association have agreed to postpone the five games that remain scheduled on Thursday, December 23rd in order to begin the collectively bargained holiday break effective with the conclusion of the game's Uh, tonight on December 21st uh, under the revised schedule December 22nd 23rd 24th and 25th shall all be off days for all purposes including travel players will report back to their clubs on December 26th which shall be used for testing practice and or travel Uh, upon return from the holiday break to team facilities no individual in the team's traveling party shall enter the facility um, other than for testing purposes until they have received a negative test result any practice schedule for December 26th must begin after 2 p.m. local time the NHL's regular season schedule will resume on Monday December 27th so Monday December 27th is when it's all expected to return um but i i i still am not quite sure if that is going to happen um at least not as planned uh but there are two games that will occur uh tonight actually the final two games before christmas before the shutdown comes into effect and that's going to be the vegas golden knights versus the tampa bay lightning uh which is actually probably going to be a pretty good game i i that's going to be a a good game to watch and you know, there's not much going on in the hockey world, so I think all eyes will be on that game tonight. That'll be a fun one. Uh, I believe this one is out in Vegas, right? Yeah, so it'll be a late one, 10, uh, 10 o'clock puck drop. You got Vegas, who've won five straight. Tampa's won a couple. And then you also have Philly and Washington will also uh, will also play tonight uh, and, and kind of shore up the rest of the schedule prior to the Christmas holidays. Um, but then after that, like I said, play expected to pick back up on December 27th when play resumes. Um, and the Maple Leafs are scheduled to have a game that night. 
on December 27th. Um, I not I just I don't know if if there's going to be a game like that. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't know if there's actually if there's going to be able to play that day. I'm trying to pull up the schedule here to figure out which day exactly um, who they play. I'm, I'm almost positive that they're expected to. Yeah, because they got to go over the border and they're supposed to play in Columbus. Now, I don't really know how much more is going to change between today and a week from now on the 27th. I, I, I really don't know what's going to change in terms of cross-border travel and the testing. Um, some have indicated that a big reason for why the players were uh, gung-ho and, and, and have agreed to this shutdown is not necessarily the uh, health and safety reasons, but more so because nobody wants to do the cross-border travel and then get stuck in a different city or in a different uh, different country for those who are crossing the border um, for Christmas. You know, people want to go to go to their homes and go to where they're uh, with be with their family um, or their friends or whatever through the Christmas holidays. And there's there was a growing concern that that wasn't going to be the case if they continued to play games cross border or continue to play games at all, really. So they decided to to kind of close up shop, allow everybody to experience their Christmas holidays, and then uh, and then they'll resume things hopefully on the twenty seventh. And and at that point, the threat of missing the quote holidays uh, should no longer be there. But the threat of testing positive and crossing the border and all that will still very much be an issue, and this will be an issue for a while, especially. Um, as we know what this Omicron variant uh, has been able to do, the way that it's spreading, you know, it's it, it's it's going to make cross-border travel really difficult. And there's been discussions of potentially doing, I'm not going to say there has been discussions, it's been brought up by the public. Uh, and I have asked the question to some, some people within the game about whether or not they would consider going back to the Canadian division. I don't think there's an appetite to do that. I don't really know, frankly, how logistically that would work uh, schedule-wise, just because that sounds like an absolute nightmare to have to rejig the entire schedule midway through the year. Um, so I don't know if that necessarily is also going to be uh, a possible thing to do, but perhaps they try and rejig the rest of the schedule and then try and get the Canadian teams to kind of play each other for the next month or so um, and and maybe things will be better after that and they can expand and go back down and play teams within the U.S. Like, I, I don't know. There, there's They may just have to go for it and if that means playing and, and people catching COVID and not being able to, to come back home and not being able to continue on the road trips and having to use AHLers and, and whatnot, I think the NHL must must be prepared for that because I don't think a lot is going to change between now and a week from now. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes. 
all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, boost, mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to one new customer and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or uh, for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Um, especially at the rate that this this new variant has uh, has people testing positive. So that's something to keep in mind going forward that, okay, they've taken a break, but this doesn't mean that things are going to go back to normal come the 27th when the Maple Leafs are supposed to be in Columbus, and then a couple of days later they're supposed to be in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I really do not know what uh, what is going to be um, on tap for those games. I, I guess we'll see. As of now, they haven't been postponed. They're expected to go on as as per usual. But um, yeah, we'll see because there's, there's currently still Maple Leafs that are in protocol. Uh, you know, the, 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 the ones who ended up testing positive while out west on the western road trip, uh, that number is now, I believe, up to 10 different personnel. Uh, seven, I think there's uh, seven players and three, seven players, two staff members, and then I think uh, one or two additional uh, personnel uh, guys or maybe it's six players and but I think it's it's 10 or 11 personnel in total who are and Kyle Dubas did uh, did alert the media that those players who did test positive in uh, Vancouver when they were there were able to get themselves on uh, on a private plane um, and get themselves back into Toronto so they can quarantine with their families so at least they will be able to to quarantine with their families but again if they would have continued on to that road trip and brought these guys over to Seattle and they had tested positive in Seattle that's where things would have got real real dicey um then they would have had to quarantine and not would have been able to cross over the border and come to uh come to to Canada uh, and that's where things would have got dicey so you know that's the biggest reason why uh the Canadian cross border games got postponed but ultimately the NHL said you know what we barely have any games that we can play anyways with 11 teams as of Monday being completely shut down more than a third of the third of the league um it just was almost impossible that they could have gotten all the games and just kind of kept it going. So they decide, all right, we'll play these two games tonight, Vegas-Tampa, Philly-Washington, and then we'll kind of hit pause for a couple of days. And hopefully, um, you know, some guys can start coming out of protocol starting next week. Uh, and, and, I mean, realistically, once they come out of protocol, it, they shouldn't test positive for a long time <laughs> like they should be good because they've got the antibodies at that point um and in that case you know as a silver lining you shouldn't have a large majority of players testing positive and you know having to go on a covid list although then then again there's still you know like 80 percent of the league that isn't positive at the moment so it's not necessarily like it's a, a majority it seems like most of the league but it's still uh you know a, a minority of the league that is positive at the moment that, that could all change and and possibly could over the course of the next uh week while they're in co- you know quarantine at home with themselves uh but yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting interesting um season 
nonetheless. I I, I wish I, I did not ever, 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 ever wish to be the schedule maker because I don't know how the hell they're going to do this. Um, the one thing that I, I think is, is evident though, that is going to need to happen, especially if we continue to see uh, a lot more positive cases, even when we return, um, after the Christmas holidays is, is they got to get this taxi squad all sorted out. I would imagine that, uh, this stuff is being discussed through this four day break that the owners and GMs and players uh, and, you know, Gary Bettman probably having these discussions behind closed doors and how they can combat this. And like we were talking about with Nick uh, Alberga on the Saturday show, the last show that we did here for Locked On Leafs, it, it somewhat challenges the integrity of the game. You know, not having enough players to play the game or having to call up, you know, these young guys who you know, are AHLers at the end of the day. It's it's a watered-down product is what we've seen as of late. BetOnline has covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Um, there's been some decent stories that have come of it, one of which has a nice little uh, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs connection. You guys remember Jerry Sparks, uh, Garrett Sparks? Uh, of course you remember Garrett Sparks. I think most uh, most people do, and most people hate Dubis for, for electing to let go of McElhaney in favor of Garrett Sparks. Uh, but that being said... He got back into the NHL the other night. Ended up scooping up a, a victory for the LA Kings against the uh, the Washington Capitals. It was a three-two victory, uh, come from behind win at that, or maybe it was four-three. Uh, three two I think, but it was a come from behind victory, and it was his first game in the NHL since March of 2019. So it had been a long, long journey for him. He spent some time in the East Coast League, um, you know, obviously some time in the AHL. There were some injuries involved, and eventually, due to you know a couple of goalies going on on COVID protocol, uh, he got the call up. He got the tap on the shoulder, and he got to go and finally get another crack at the NHL. And pretty good showing. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be able to to win the job over. Johnny Quick or win a job over uh, over Cal Peterson, but you know I, I think now he could be a team's or that team's third goalie should another issue occur or should they introduce a taxi squad? Garrett Sparks would be you know uh, could be a a member of the taxi squad and get a, an opportunity to kind of be in the NHL in a way. So there's there's all all kinds of of neat little stories that kind of have popped up just to find a silver lining of all this COVID nonsense. Um, Jack Drury, another player for the Carolina Hurricanes, he got called up due to uh, a, a large number of Hurricanes being placed into COVID protocols, and he got a chance to come up and play uh, You know his first two pro hockey games or his first two NHL games and scored in both of them. 
you know, he's, he's the, the nephew of Chris Drury, former Sabre and Ranger. Um, but yeah, just a, another neat little story. So although there's a lot of doom and gloom of what's going on, it is nice that s- there are some positives, some some neat stories at the very least. I wouldn't consider these positives, but you know, some guys are getting some, some opportunity they otherwise wouldn't have and uh, look to be kind of running away with it a little bit, which is nice to see. So there's a couple of decent uh, decent stories that have come of this as uh, as well. Not all doom and gloom. Not all. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would imagine that the next couple of weeks are going to be uh, just as hellish as uh, as the last two weeks. I, I don't think we're going to see... Um, at some point here soon too, we're going to get a, a, an answer on the Olympics and I, it's, it's going to be no, um, it, it, they just can't, there's just too many games. There's, there's over 50 games now that have been canceled or postponed rather that they're going to have to fit somewhere and they're going to need that three week window that they originally had opened up in the schedule for the Olympics. They're going to need that to fit these games in like sorry Sidney Crosby I'm sorry Drew Doughty I'm sorry John Tavares Morgan Riley you know these were going to be a good chance for you to make the Olympics and possibly the the last chance for you to make an Olympic roster um who knows you know what type of hockey you'll be playing four years from now if you'll still be a top six at your position um but it could it, that I think that dream is 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 dead and gone. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks, uh, but this <laughs> this is truly the nail in the coffin. I think we pretty much are just waiting for the ink to dry on uh, on the agreement between the NHL, the NHLPA, and the IOC. But it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like we're gonna see uh, see any Olympians heading off. Uh, NHLers heading off to the Olympics. I, I mean, we'll even see if, if we have Olympics. It looks like Hockey Canada pulled Team Canada out of the Spangler Cup. Um, so I wonder if they even consider p- potentially pulling out of the Olympics entirely. Hockey Canada, like I, it, it sounds crazy, but I mean, it's possible, right? It's it's entirely possible. If they're pulling out of some tournaments, uh, one tournament, who's to say that they shouldn't pull out of others? It's 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 going to be wild. Um, the World Juniors, as of now, still expected to to go on. Um, they've got they're, they're there now. Apparently, their first game is expected to be on Thursday. Uh, obviously, Boxing Day is when the actual uh, tournament starts. And that's always such a fun time. I love the the World Juniors, and I I really hope that if we're all kind of got to be hunkered down again and isolated for the next uh, couple of weeks here, as as we try and combat the 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 curve on this new super super duper spreadable variant, um, you know, at least we could watch the World Juniors 
let's hope let's hope that's the case especially if if the Maple Leafs do end up kind of getting their season put on pause even when they return in those games against Columbus and Pittsburgh on the 26th and the 29th I don't know I I could see the 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 Maple Leafs first game not being until Jan 1 against the Sens I really could see that happening I don't know for sure I haven't spoken to anybody about that but I just don't see how one week can make that big of a difference here uh but we'll see we shall see um in regards to the uh world junior championships though uh i was able to speak with uh with scott wheeler earlier today um and tomorrow and the next day we're going to do it's, it's gonna be a two-part interview that i'm going to to release it's gonna be kind of our world junior preview talk a little bit about team canada some of its prospects some of the other big prospects that uh that will be at the tournament that you know you should have your eye on because they're going to be future nhlers one day or a good majority of them at will at least uh and then also um the the trio of maple Leafs prospects who uh who made the tournament and will be representing their countries um, as uh, as as least prospects. So kind of talked a little bit about them as well. So make sure that you uh, kind of subscribe to the podcast so that you get that update uh, tomorrow and the next day when uh, when the when the new pods kind of come out. And uh, yeah, so so that'll be great with myself and and Scott Wheeler. But that's gonna do it for me here today on the podcast. Like I said, keep it rather short and sweet. Just update you on what's going on in the NHL. Give my thoughts quickly on it. And uh, so that's gonna do it for me here today. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On These podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck and follow the show at Locked On Leafs. Uh, like I said, be back tomorrow with a World Juniors preview show. It'll be part one of two with Scott Wheeler. Part two will be coming out the day after that. And then, uh, then it's the Christmas holiday, and I'll chat with you guys again next week after those two. Uh, but that's to do it for me here today. Well, again, return tomorrow for another great chat with Scott Wheeler. And uh, until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.